Welcome, welcome back to the King Ali Podcast. I'm your gracious and humble host, King Ali. I want to thank everybody for showing great support on these podcasts. I haven't made this, I haven't, it's been, what? It's been since January since I made the first episode of this podcast. So, you know, I apologize to you guys. The second episode is coming out in, what, now? Now it's March. So it's been like two months since I've made an episode. So I want to apologize to you guys for that. And I'll definitely be coming out with these episodes a lot more regularly, hopefully on a weekly basis. And uh, yeah, because I, because I got a lot of support on the last one, and everybody wanted to see me talk about more stuff, more issues, and I wanted this podcast to be just basically a place where I can, you know, just talk about whatever's going on, whether it be in the news, and the media, music-related, sports, whatever it may be. It's a random array of topics, and hopefully, I also intend to have some guests on the podcast. So, you know, if you want to be on the podcast, you know, it's not out of que- question. Just hit me up, shoot me in a D- shoot me a DM, shoot me a message, in my link. For all my social media will be down below. Just shoot me an email, shoot me a message or whatever, and we can we can arrange something. I'd love to you got to be able to talk to you guys and you know on the podcast. Uh so before we get started, I want to thank you guys for the monumental amount of support that I've gotten on this new track, Cash a Check, that just came out on Sunday. Thank you guys so so much for all the support. I've been getting so many supportive messages and comments and things of that sort. And you guys are the reason that I do what I do. You guys are the reason why I'm making, why I'm able to sit, make music. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things that I do. So thank you so much for that. I really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And if you haven't checked out my new song, Cash and Check, I'll leave a link down below. You can stream it across all platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever platform you may want to you may wanna st- um, listen to it on. You can definitely listen to it on. So today I wanted to talk about a couple couple of different things. Um, usually I like to keep the topics on this sh- on this show relatively lighthearted. I don't like to get into things that are too serious, but this is something that I feel that I that really needed to be spoken about. Sorry about that. So, what to, to back to what I was saying. Uh, I like to keep the comments and the topics that I speak about on this channel relatively lighthearted. I don't like to get into things that are too very very serious because, you know, I make music um, and I a lot of things that I talk about are very you know, lighthearted and they're not too serious. But this is something that I feel like really needs to be spoken about. I usually don't speak about things that are too serious or things that are going on in the media. But this is something that I really feel like uh, needs to be spoken about. And it's the case of Nathaniel Woods. Um, if you're not aware of this, I think I believe that Kim Kardashian and some other big, uh, some large uh, individuals uh, like uh, what was it? Kim Kardashian had spoken about it. Martin Luther King Jr. the third had spoken about it, and um, they they had basically put it out on their Twitter and they had spoken about it publicly. And uh, if you if you're not aware of what what it transpired, I'll give you guys a brief rundown of what had happened. Uh, Nathaniel Woods was an African American male who, in 2004, was the, the he was in a house with one of his friends and I believe that the police were called for some reason uh, something relating to drugs or something of that sort and so Nathaniel and his friend were both within that house they were both sitting in that house together and the police had approached and had and had entered the door and Nathaniel's friend had a firearm on him sorry about that interruption back to what I was saying so Nathaniel's friend had a firearm on him and 
Nathaniel's friend discharged that firearm and fatally shot three police officers. So that on that night, uh, three police officers unfortunately lost their lives. That this was back in two thousand and four. Fast forward to twenty twenty, uh, Nathaniel and his friend uh, were both arrested and um, taken into custody uh, back then, and they've been awaiting a prison sen- awaiting a sentence ever since. And in the state of Alabama, where they were being prosecuted, it was if you were an accomplice to murder, accomplice to murder, uh, being an accomplice to murder is punishable by the death penalty. And you know, I I don't know if I vocalized my feelings on the death penalty. Anyway, I'll talk about that at a later time. Uh, there were a lot of celebrities who had gotten involved in this thing, and Nathaniel hadn't had a um quote-unquote, proper trial yet. Or the tri- the trial was... Uh, there was a lot of evidence that was left out of um, the trial. Uh, his lawyers uh, pushed to have a retrial. And in the state of Alabama, uh, they've overturned something where the Supreme Court would be able to have any sort of jurisdiction if a jury were to be completely in on the prosecution of a verdict um, regarding the death penalty the Supreme Court would have absolutely no ability to overturn that. But in the case of Nathaniel Woods, the the, jur- the jury was not unanimous. The jury was split. The jury, which is one of the things, another controversial uh, aspect of this case, the jury was split on this decision. There was no unanimous verdict among the jury. The jury was split on this decision. So, on, uh, on there was a, so unfortunately, Nathaniel was sentenced to death, and there had been a temporary halt on Thursday morning, I believe, or or something somewhere around there. There'd been a temporary halt on the death pe- on the penalty to um, uh, in Nathaniel's execution. Uh, there was a, there had been a temporary halt so that they would be able to look into more things, uh, look into the investigation further, and and sort of get a better picture of what was going on, but. The Supreme Court, where the case had eventually reached, had denied to look at the had to even look at the case, and the court the case was sent back, and the death the the penalty was uh, put back on, and was or was reinstated. All in governor, many of these celebrities, um, Kim Kardashian had spoken about it, had um, tweeted about it actually, and had you know calling for people to uh, send emails to the governor, um, just reach out um, to the governor of Alabama. And Martin Luther King Jr. The third had also cried out to contact the governor of Alabama to do something or to stop what was, you know, stop this so that we would be able to get a trial where we would have more inclusive evidence and get a better understanding of what was going on because we really didn't have all the evidence and facts in the original trial that, um, and everything wasn't completely considered. So many people cried out, public the public cried out for a halt of this. Uh, and very unfortunately, the governor of Alabama, Governor Ivey, did not stop um, the the execution of Nathaniel Woods, and um, Nathaniel Woods uh, passed away later that night uh, on Thursday, March fifth, I believe it was, and uh, he he was unfor- he unfortunately passed away. So here, um, 
So, so he was unfortunately sentenced to death on Thursday night. My sincerest condolences go out to his friends and family and, and loved ones. Uh, it's, and here's my so here's my uh, my personal take on on the events that transpired. I just feel how ridiculous or I don't know I don't even know what to say uh, lack of a for lack of a better term ridiculous I guess you could say is is the best term that I could think of how unfortunate it is that this had happened especially in a case where we were not able to see all of the facts and evidence come to light and a young man had unfortunately lost his life even though we really weren't aware of what had happened on that night we weren't aware of all the evidence we weren't aware of all the details and things that 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 occurred and all the, and there there was a lot of evidence to the contrary nathaniel's friend had actually taken full responsibility for what had happened he had said that yeah this is completely my fault i went out um you know nathaniel knew nothing about this i went out and i shot th- and killed those three police officers um the pol- one of the police officers I believed who survived. Uh, he went out to say that Nathaniel had nothing to do with this, and Nathaniel maintained his innocence as well. That he had no prior knowledge that this was going to occur. But despite this fact, they they uh, no this was never taken into account. This was never looked at in a very serious way, and to me that's just heartbreaking to see. And especially in a nation and in a country where we pride ourselves on being the just, and you know, we have the greatest rights, we have the greatest liberties for our citizens, we're the um, poster boy for democracy around the world. Just, I just want to ask you, where was that democracy? Where was that, you know, fair and equal rights? Where were those liberties? Where was that right to a fair trial on that night? Where was any of that? I really like to know. And it's just, it's just so. It just, it's just, it's, it, it, you know, I don't even know how to feel about it, really. It's just so terrible that the governor was not willing to step in despite hundreds upon hundreds upon, even so many different people mass emailing her, um, coming into contact with her office, and she was completely, she had the power to stop all of this, and she was completely silent about it. It's just, I don't even know what to say about it anymore because... We pride ourselves on having this just and fair system, but in any case, I don't see. I didn't see any justice on that night. I didn't see any form of, you know, quote unquote justice on that night, and that's just so heartbreaking to me. Uh, keep in mind that the Nathaniel's friend who had uh, fatally shot those three police officers has not ha- is still in jail, and he's still he has not yet been executed. He is still alive. He is still alive, but unfortunately fortunately Nathaniel was um, had lost his life so that that just really boggles my mind that as to what sense I mean I, I I don't really speak about these sorts of things but you know I it, we these things need to come into light people need to be talking about these things this needs to be brought more awareness this needs to be brought into the public eye everybody needs to be has to, has to be aware of what's going on because it's this is not the first time that something like this has happened, and I doubt that if we don't st- if we don't stand up as a community, if we don't stand up as a na- as a, as a nation, and 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 say that these these things, and and say that these things are wrong, and to say that everybody deserves a fair trial, everything deserves to be taken into account, then this isn't the first time it has happened, and I doubt it'll be the last time that this has happened unless we stop unless we become vocal about what's going on in this in this in this country. 
Um, it's just so unfortunate that none of the facts, none of the evidence um, regarding Nathaniel's innocence were brought into light. And that he had lost his, you know, he, he eventually ended up losing his life in something that he could have very, very po possibly have been completely innocent. I believe that he was completely innocent, quite, if you were to ask me. I believe that he was completely innocent. But in a, you know, in a justice system where they, everything is not brought into light, and, we, you know, despite uh, calling ourselves a very just and, you know, a, a society that prides itself on its morals and on its rights, equal rights and equal liberties and equal freedoms for its citizens, that will clearly wasn't shown evident here. And I, it's, it's just completely heartbreaking to talk about. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about this. But um, rest in peace, Nathaniel, and my sincere condolences to his family and his fr close friends. And I don't even know how to move on from that, quite honestly. I really don't know what to say about that. The coronavirus has been amping up over the past few days. A lot of a lot of uh, commotion about what's going on with that has been uh, very has been uh, very omni uh, omnipresent, I guess you could say, within the media. All the media's are all all the media outlets are various media outlets are covering this every single day. There's always some sort of news story. It's always in the headlines. It's always everywhere. It's it's it goes it goes to see. So, um, if you if you want to ask my personal opinion about it or how I feel about it personally, um, I don't. There are some people. I feel like there's two group categories of people. There are some people who are extremely scared and terrified. They're stocking up and making you know, for some sort of you know purge sort of event. And there's some people who completely are completely don't care, completely discredited. They think it's fake news. They think that it, it's not a big deal. It's not serious and things of that sort. People don't think that are not taking it very seriously. So I think there's two, those two camps exist. Now, I think I would find myself a little bit more in the middle. I think I find myself in the middle of those two camps. Um, I'm not complete. I'm not completely scared of it. I'm not scared of the, I'm not scared that the, you know, the that we're going to go into some sort of uh, apocalypse and the and, you know the Walking Dead and the zombies are gonna start running around. I'm not too scared about that, but I'm again, I'm not completely, I'm not completely, not scared about it either. I don't even think the scared is the right word. I'm concerned. I'm I'm concerned. So I don't think that it's right to be completely scared and go into a panic. But I also don't believe that it's right to completely ignore what's going on, and, because this is the sort of thing that enables the pandemic to spread further, which has been. I believe that it's fair to call it a, a pandemic at this point. Those are things that enable the pandemic to spread further when people don't acknowledge what's going on, when people don't acknowledge that there, there is a serious problem, that this has, virus has infected over 110,000 people now counting across 100, uh, over 100 countries. And there, there have been over 3,000 deaths now. This is a serious problem. This is a very serious problem. So I don't think that we should be going into a frenzy. I am concerned, however, um, again, I think the best thing that we can do right now is follow the national, you know, guide guidelines for what's uh, by this that has been put out by the CDC, which is to continue, you know, continuously wash your hands. Um, 
just be careful. Uh, desanitize your phone. Uh, try not to touch your face too often, and uh, just just being careful. If you're if you have sickness or you have a cold, stay home. Don't go don't go out. Don't go to school. Don't go to work. If you're if you're feeling sick, just don't stay home. And uh, just following those guidelines, I think are going to be very very helpful to us um, to help preventing the spread of this disease. Uh, I don't know how it's being handled though on a very national level. I know Donald Trump has has made some has made some statements about it, and uh, he's he's sort of prided himself on how good of a job he's doing at containing the pandemic. Uh, I don't know if I'm in a position to talk about how he's doing, but um, we're gonna have to wait to see. Uh, the I I know that there is a shortage of testing kits nationwide and especially in our state of New York where government fund we've demanded government funding and that funding has not we've not yet seen any of that funding um, there's a shortage shortage of in-state testing kits and we are very very uh, we, we are very short of these testing kits and there's no budget to be able to afford these testing kits hopefully something does happen in the future um, hopefully something is some action is taken hopefully the federal government listens and heeds to us other um, heeds our our warnings from from us New Yorkers and hopefully something is done uh, I believe I don't know how many people I think over 500 people are affected in the United States I don't know how many people are affected in the state of New York hold on a sec let's take a look well I can't seem to find it, but there's been a series. Um, there have been quite a few cases in New York already. Uh, I believe three of which, or four of which, have been on Long Island. I'm not exactly completely sure on the facts, but there have been a couple of cases on Long Island. Um, yeah, but again, uh, we're just going to have to see how it plays out. Uh, just, just remain cautious. Keep washing your hands. If you're sick, stay home. Don't try and try, try not to touch your face too much. Make sure that you're desanitizing that phone because there's a lot of bacteria that goes into the phone, especially when you touch it. Make sure that you get some Lysol wipes or something and wipe down that wipe down your phone, and uh, just just remain remain cautious, remain vigilant, and um, be 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 concerned because it is it is. I don't see the again. Don't go into a panic, but again, don't be completely oblivious to what's going on. Don't be completely uh, just dismissive of the entire issue in and of itself because that again enables the disease to spread and it's all a big joke until somebody that you know gets it or you get it so um just just i think that everyone should remain cautious of that thing and what else is there to talk about if you guys don't know i'm very very interested in space other than you know i'm, I'm not only i'm not a one uh like a what do you call it? A one-trick pony. I'm actually very, very interested in a lot of different, a series of different things. Uh, I'm very, very interested in in space, and I know that um, SpaceX had recently launched a new space shuttle a couple of days ago, and it's very, very exciting to see the future of these things. It's very, very exciting for me as a as as a, as as a younger younger, I guess, a part of the younger demographic, I guess you could say, um, to see what the advances the incredible advances that are being made in, in in space exploration and spacex has said that by as soon as by as soon as 2024 they want to have manned missions going to mars 
I don't know if they're going to, I hope, you know, I'm very, very hopeful. I believe that Elon Musk is very, very determined. He's done a lot of things that people said that he wouldn't be able to do. And I'm very, very hopeful. And I'm very, I, I do believe that he's going to be able to, he's going to do great things in terms of space exploration. He's, a, he's I, I credit him a lot um, for doing the things that he does. He's a very intelligent person. And I think that he definitely deserves more credit than he's given. And it's just so exciting to see the future aid of space exploration. And I believe that uh, Stephen Hawking had elaborated a little bit on the human species before he had passed away. And he had said that the for the human species to continue, for the continuation of the human species, or we, we, we would... Is the humans... Yeah, for the, for the continuation of the human species, we are going to eventually have to colonize other planets. We're going to have to start by colonizing some of the habitable planets in our solar system. And I think that's that's where we got off with this with this Mars thing. I also believe that NASA has plans to send man uh, send a manned mission to Mars. I don't know whether I know Mar NASA funds a um, a series of subsidiaries uh, including SpaceX to further space exploration, which I think is a great thing. I believe NASA um, SpaceX and uh, many other, I don't know, uh, Jeff Bezos, um, he has Blue Origin, which is his space company. I don't know what their plans are. Hopefully they start making plans. In terms of this, but it's really, really exciting to see a lot of this stuff that's going on. Um, I think that it, the, you know, the human species is expanding and to combat many of the things that we're going to have to combat late in the later half of the century with po our population rising monumentally, we're going to see, I think, uh, what it's um, it's estimated that the population might hit 10 to 12 billion by the end of the century alone and you know to be able to feed those amount of people and to be able to create that much energy is going to be t very very tough on our ecosystem and to be able to maintain a relatively um, decent quality of living for all of our all of the people on earth is going to be a troubling task so we're going to need to begin investing in agriculture investing in different science um, scientific stuff uh, experimentation and studying so that we are, we need we can find a way around this we can find a way to maximize our food production maximize the ways that um, so that we can we can make sure and ensure that uh, each person has a decent quality of life going going forward but the Mars thing it's just it's so exciting to me um, I believe that there will be a, uh, a few uh, astronauts who are sent to the surface of Mars um, it'll probably take a few years. Um, they'd probably stay there for a few years, then and then switch in with another um, with another group of astronauts who come back after a few years. Then they go back to Earth. Then they come in. Then they go back to Earth, and it sort of just work in um, a cycle like that. And um, they're going to be doing a series of different studies on the um, on the Martian terrain. And you know, it's crazy because the, so far we've only sent um, robots uh, to the surface of Mars. A human has never been to the surface of Mars. So um, it's going to be crazy to see what goes on. I, I know humans are going to be, are probably going to be able to make a lot more progress than a robot is. We're probably going to be, be able to make much more progress than a robot is. We can cover much more terrain. We can cover much more um, studying of the environment. So that's going to be very, very exciting to see. Um, there are some challenges, though. Quite a bit of challenges. Uh, the Martian... Uh, atmosphere is very very thin uh, it's not as thick as earth which means that the Martian surface is full of solar radiation uh, you know the soil is very there's a lot of solar radiation 
that hits the surface of Mars, which for us as humans is not good because that enables cancer and a lot of other things. So we're going to have to find ways to get around that obstacle. And, you know, there's obviously um, the majority of, of Martian air or quote unquote air is, is CO2. It's not, um, not, it's not like a, well, a nitrogen oxygen type of compound like we have here on Earth. It's, it's CO2, so it's toxic to humans. So it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a challenge to make the planet of Mars habitable, but um, there's been a lot of talk about terraforming, which is not a technically possible science yet, but it's very very exciting to see the future of all these things. Um, terraforming is, if you don't know, is basically when you change the surface of a planet geologically and to be able to in, in, uh, inhabit life. Uh, I, I believe uh, who wrote a book about that. Um, Red Mars, Green Mars, Blue Mars, which is how we would eventually. It's, it's, it's a series of books. I forgot who wrote it, but it's a great. Uh, I wrote it quite a while ago. It was. It's a series of books about the process, eventual process of terraforming Mars into a habitable planet, kind of like, kind of like Earth is right now, with with um, with green uh, and plants uh, and um, vegetation on the on the on the lunar uh, on the uh, Martian soil. Excuse me and uh, oceans like we have here on earth um it's going to be very very exciting to see these things going forward and uh i'm quite i'm quite excited to see a lot of these things too if, if you want me to go to mars i'll go to mars I don't, I don't care if elon musk if you're watching this i'd love to go to mars uh pick uh pick me please please that'd, that'd be pretty cool honestly but anyway uh i think i'll wrap it up here Thank you guys for watching the podcast. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, definitely be able to definitely be, give me a shout. Definitely uh, at me at King Ali, um, or or send me a DM, a message, an email, uh, whatever it may be. And if you haven't checked out my new song Cash a Check yet, uh, definitely go check it out. I'll leave the link in the description. It's available across all platforms. Stream it now. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys on the next one.